This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Patreon.com slash SPFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 167. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Pinot Noir. <laughs> Lopez. Yeah, I got those sweet tannins. <laughs> what is a tannin? It's something when oh. wine breeze. I don't know. I'm not a wine guy. <laughs> but I know <laughs> it's got tannins. I can tell you that. Probably. The someone will, Pinot Noir someone will probably tweet, tweet me and tell me, like, no, no, no. Biff, <laughs> that kind Biff of wine tannins? doesn't. Biff Tannins <laughs> yeah. from Back to the Future? Well, if you've ever had, like, a strong wine and it bullies you, then yes. Okay, okay. Mm. Calls you I chicken. Was, yeah, until <laughs> you drink the whole bottle. Biff Tannin. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or Mad Dog. Ooh. Mad Dog Tannin. <laughs> um, <laughs> that other voice you're hearing is David Hearthrob Tate. Aw. Aw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do have a girlfriend. I guess that's what you're referring to. Mm. Uh, well, it, and it is a very romantic episode this oh, evening because yes, 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 we yes. tonight are having the first ever Super Best Friends video game sleepover Valentine's Day rom-com spectacular. <laughs> and, oh, no. Who's going to yeah. lie to who on this episode? Because the rom-coms, my theory about rom-coms mm. is all of the drama could be avoided as long as everyone just told the truth all the time. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It's always a lie well, that causes and them to break up. there's always a good misunderstanding, too, at some point. Like, a romantic at one point, misunderstanding? I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'll leave for a second. I'll come back, and it will appear that you and Mike are colluding, you know, canoodling. Yeah. Canoodling. It's really and just, David's, David's got noodles in his hair, and I was trying to get them out. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> here I'm thinking that Mike is a dirty cheat, yeah. you know, but he's not. He's not. I mean, but anyway. probably not. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not. not. I trust him most of the times. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Uh, but first, gentlemen, yeah. what are you playing at? Uh, well, I mean, SBF VGS protocol being what it is, I I mm. typically get to go first in these situations, yeah. so I, mm. I would like That's to take true. the floor here. Uh, yes, I have been playing, well, first of all, I, I have to do this plug every time I start talking now, because almost all of my gaming time is streamed to Twitch now. Um, mm -hmm. So, if you want to see what I've been playing at, all you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. There's a schedule on there. Twitch.tv slash SBFVGS slash schedule. You can see what's upcoming for the week. It's, Look at that. It's, it's magic, guys. Um, Very organized. I'm impressed. Yeah. And so, what? So an example of what I've been playing at on every Friday night for the past month, me and good old Eric Kruger, the handsomely faced, uh, mm. have been playing Spelunky 2 co-op. Um, and recently yeah. we've been joined by one of my, uh, faithful viewers, uh, audio Holiker, who is, uh, he's a wonderful German man 
who uh, loves old school, very brutally difficult 2D platformers. And uh, he's played with us a couple times, too, now. And uh, also uh, Ronan Kai joined us on the last episode, too. Ah, so very nice. Spelunky 2, very fun. I doubt I'll ever beat it, but it's very fun. <laughs> um, and so loving it. Uh, the co-op mode is the best mode, but sometimes I have to play it solo if I want to unlock characters. So I have played a little solo and I hate it, but I have unlocked two characters. So uh, hey, look at that. So that's, that's, that's cool. That. But um, OK, so there's Spelunky. I've been playing uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I talked about that last episode. I'm not ready to give it a review rating because I haven't beaten it yet, but I've you know put like maybe 15 more hours into the game um, and uh, it's pretty fun. It's a it's a good time. It's. You know, the writing, just got to ignore it, really. But, uh, <laughs> but but everything else about it is really fun. So uh, that game. And then I've also been playing. I just finished playing my Vermintide 2 streams because I played all the maps in the game. Now it took I think it took four streams to get through all of the maps. So that's, you know, four days. I don't know how much time I spent playing like five to ten that uh, we were playing those on Sunday nights um and it's really fun and also i just learned that they've announced a, like a new sci-fi warhammer game that's mm. like vermin type yeah. 2 it's like you know it's four it the player one that's coming to series x it's coming to everything yeah but the 40k one right it's yeah. coming to everything yeah 40k that's the yeah one. yeah uh it looks pretty fun they showed it off at the uh the series x event i think okay um and let's see what else what else so i finished my vermintide streams i am ready to give that a pizza rating um, oh, cool. as you know my pizza mm. score is entire pizzas five out of mm. five uh and so Delicious. what i am giving this game vermintide 2 is four out of five entire pizzas um, nice it's a very good time it's really fun it scratches that left for dead itch mm-hmm. you know because like, valve stopped updating that game a thousand years ago and just kind right. of left that market wide open and so this team came in and made a fun melee based you know fantasy one where you kill giant rap boys. It's really fun. And uh, especially if you have buddies to play it with, like I played it with Soak7, uh, who was another viewer, and also with Eric and Ryan in the chat. Uh, we we played it together, and it was really fun. And uh, I don't see, my, like, the now the hook, like the post-game hook is to, like, level up your items and, like, get really good with certain weapons, try out different weapons, like, increase mm-hmm. your skills. I'm not really interested in that. I just wanted to see all the content and now I have. And so, but that was still like, you know, hours and hours of gameplay. So, uh, that's great. I am yeah. satisfied. A and good, then a good 20 hours probably from the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. So around 20 hours. That sounds about right. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Well, and before There's you move one, on that, that game yeah. had a really cool Twitch integration, uh, feature. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was half the fun of playing that game on Twitch is, uh, every 15, no, what was it like every two minutes or so? Something like, like that. A, yeah. a, something would come up on the bottom of the screen and you could like vote, you know, w- whether it's to like, give oh, me a like yeah, a health just, potion <laughs> or spawn in a giant tentacle monster. Yeah, exactly. Or give us all a speed boost or give us all healing. It, it was like it like kind of went back and forth between good things and bad things. Mm. Um, mm. And that was really fun. It got the got everyone chatting because they had to like choose options for us to mess with us. And I more games need that. Like uh, I know Dead Cells has Twitch, really cool Twitch integration. And that's a game mm. I want to stream sometime where you guys can like mess with my runs and stuff. Oh, yeah. And more games. That's need, such a fun game. It, yeah, it is fun. And, and more games need those features because it's really community building and it's really fun. And so mm-hmm. those two things like win, win. 
So yeah, so do it. More Twitch integration. Uh, and then finally, I have been playing this game that I still don't know the name of because I just <laughs> learned of its existence a couple days ago. Valheim. Valheim. Ooh, have you heard of this oh, game? Oh yes, Valheim. It just came out like two or three days ago. Already has had over a million people buy it. Wow. On Steam. Wow. It's in early access. It's twenty bucks, and it's like Minecraft, but someone spilled a bunch of uh, Vikings into it. Um, <laughs> it's like Norse mythology driven. Uh, the graphics almost look like a PS, like a really pretty PS one game, but with like bloom and like lens flare and, mm-hmm. um, but it has like the blocky textures and the low poly models and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's got, it's really fun. And like, so one thing about Minecraft is if you're playing that game by yourself, and you don't know how to play Minecraft, it's really hard to figure out how to play Minecraft because there's no like carrot on a stick to like tell you, okay, now go do this and now go do that and now go do this. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that Valheim has has going for it is there's like a little crow that kind of like appears and I guess he's a raven like Odin's raven, I guess. I don't know. But um, he appears and like kind of guides you along like, hey, you're hungry now. You might want to think about doing this. Hey, you're cold. You could build a fire. Uh, but the the crafting, the building in the game is is very. I don't know if you can hear my roommate losing his mind. Yes, this we can. The, <laughs> I'm gonna text him in a second to ask him to be a little quiet, but he's just playing video games. This is what this is what he does. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Um, Valheim very cool we did a stream of it tonight Uh, I will be streaming more of it it might be my Sunday game stream to replace Vermintide 2 anyways very fun played uh gonna play some more of that and I really like it so that's what I've been playing at and I'm done awesome what about you, Mike? Yeah, I know so you've, been, uh, you've had tons of time to play <laughs> games really this past couple weeks. But I, I squeeze, <laughs> I squeeze a little bit of time in. Um, you know, those late night game sessions. So, yeah. um, I played a little bit more Cyberpunk. I am at the end of that game. Okay. <laughs> so, in in uh, in an effort, I guess, to remain consistent, I got to the end. Did the whole? It does the whole like you know, hey no turning back the point of no return like you're gonna yeah yeah get to the end of the game at this point i was like okay cool i think it's about time so i load up that mission i get like 15 seconds into it the game crashes um (laughs) it's been like a week i just i haven't been able to drum up the uh i uh, the willpower just to go back and finish the game I'll, I'll get there at some point. I'm just like, so you, you started the end of the game and it crashed immediately. Yeah, It crashed immediately uh, during the final mission. And I was just like, look, I'm gonna have to watch that whole cutscene over again. Like, I'll just, I'm going to do this later. <laughs> <laughs> that game. Uh, yeah. um, You've had the worst experience with that game of it, anyone that, I know. It's the pits. I hate it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so maybe, oh, maybe next episode I was, I was going to try to beat it to, to have the review ready. Um, but it's just, it, it's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, next episode I'll have a review for that game. All right. Sweet. I'll believe it when I see it, Mike. Yeah. Well, who knows? But yeah. I might the proof be done. is in the pudding. We'll see if, <laughs> we will see if that game lets you beat it. <laughs> <Very true. laughs> I mean, I, man, the, the game knows what's best for your life. The, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> has a plan for your life, Mike. That's wild. That game's been out for like three months <laughs> and it still runs like garbage. I can't believe it. Oh, boy. Um, it's pretty wild. 
aside from that, I've been playing uh, a lot of Apex Season 8. Um, season 8 is really, really fun uh, for anyone who's playing Apex. Um, I, I finally played a little bit of that, too. Just like an hour of it, though. Yeah. So I don't I didn't count it on the things I've been playing. Yeah, I'm 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 digging season eight. We have to we you have like to the find new character, time. right? I do a lot actually. I I know if you go to look at, if you're if you get like deep into like battle royals and stuff, you can find like the rankings for best characters, and he's nowhere near the top. But I I think he's really fun. Hmm. Um, so that said, I'm not good at the game anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm terrible with everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those like uh, cat skill cap. Like yeah. your skill cap is nowhere near neither is mine. And so right. I just play any character and yeah. I win or I lose. It doesn't really matter what character mostly I'm lose playing for me. <laughs> yeah, mostly lose. Yeah, mostly lose. Uh, I also I started Concrete Genie. Uh, that's been on my list for a long time. And it was part of our PlayStation Plus uh, uh, games yeah, for, yeah. for February. So I have that installed. I, I started playing it. It's very charming. I'm, I'm having a very good time uh, with that game. Awesome. A- Adam, have you played that one yet? I know you bought it um i bought it a while ago and that's why it ended up on playstation plus exactly so um but yeah the uh, i i've played it only the demo of it okay uh, i think we played it at psx you know back in the before times when you could go places yeah that's true um yeah it's it's very charming I'm, i'm having a really good time with that one and then the the final game i've been playing is a small indie game but i think you guys would dig it um it's called there is no game i actually think this one's called uh there is no game wrong dimension if you want to look that up, it's on Steam huh. and GOG and Android and, and iOS. Um, but uh, I think the closest comparison I could give it is like the Stanley Parable. Uh, if you guys are familiar with that. I love so, that game. Yeah. So I think if you dig that game, you might like this one. It's five bucks. Um, and I don't know how long it is, but I've played about an hour of it and it's not over. So it's got to be longer than that, I guess. And what was the name of it again? It's called There Is No Game, Wrong Dimension. Oh. I, I guess okay. uh, hmm. it, it's it's made by a, a French developer. I think it's just one dude. And uh, he, I think he got an award at the 2015 Indie Game Jam uh, for this concept. And then this was him kind of blowing that concept up and uh, making something more uh, full-fledged out of it. Um, but essentially, you load it up. Uh, I'm playing it on Android, um, so it works perfectly fine on the phone. It's sort of like a, a point-and-click puzzle comedy um, where as soon as you load it up, the entire like premise of the game is that the, the program, the game itself is trying to get you to leave. It wants you to exit the app. Uh, and so it's trying to convince you to stop clicking around and stop looking for a game. There is no game. So just like move on. <laughs> um, and it does through, like awesome. with like that like humorous narration. Um, so it's, it's very charming. It's really, really cool. Um, I, I would highly recommend it if, you know, get five bucks to spend. It's on pretty much any platform you're going to want to pick it up on outside of consoles. Um, so, yeah, check nice. it out. There is no game wrong dimension. When I beat it, I'll bring back a review. Cool. That's it for me. Sounds fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, <clears throat> I played about 30 more minutes of Cyberpunk, and then I <laughs> believe my wife dropped a, a massive... Um, <laughs> a bottle of uh cholula hot sauce Ooh. on the kitchen floor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it shattered everywhere sure um and then i ran in there and i was trying to help her 
And she was like standing on tiptoes so as to not step <laughs> back right. down into glass. And <laughs> spicy so glass then I was like clearing, I was clearing away, yeah, all the spicy glass. And I start and I brought her some, uh, my son grabbed her some flip flops. And then I, I was like cleaning her foot off with a paper towel to mm. make sure there was no glass on the feet so she, and no hot sauce. So she could just like hop into the flip flops and get out of there mm-hmm. without. And then as I'm wiping her foot down, there a piece of glass was like on her foot and it cut her toe and it was like a bloody hot saucy mess soak seven in the chat says when hot sauce runs better than cyberpunk (laughs) (laughs) oh man that it was it was such a disaster like so stressful um anyway so (laughs) needless to say i didn't play much more that night um would it be would be fair to condense that story you know just for future tellings of it like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. going to play Cyberpunk 2077, but I said I decided instead to just go ahead and cut my wife. <laughs> so, oh, no. Instead, cut my wife and get hot sauce in her wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like That's you tortured exactly what happened. It's awful. It was a terrible, <laughs> terrible night for everyone. So anyway, um, and then not being um, much of a, of a sports household, um, Super Bowl Sunday came, right? Right. And so we had, we, but we don't want to be, we have fear of missing out, not for so much for the game, but mm-hmm. for the snacks. Mm-hmm. And so we had my, we, you know, we have like select few people that we see, you know, that we know are quarantining and all this kind of thing. Yeah. And so we had uh, my sister, sister-in-law and brother-in-law come over and eat snacks with us. And then we played uh, Destruction All-Stars Ooh. on the PS5. What do you think of that game? Which is also one of the free games. We had a great time with it. Yeah. It is really fun. It's kind of fun, um, right? Yeah, so I... I really like the Gridfall mode. We tried yeah. several of the modes, but like Gridfall seems to be the one for me. I like you that because it's like I I could actually win at that one sometimes. Um, so, but yeah, we we were going back and forth. I mean, I got my I like the Tiger dude with his crazy special car. You can get, <laughs> um, and yeah, so we had we had a lot of fun. We were just kind of trading off rounds on Destruction All Stars. Had a good time with that. I'll probably play some more of that soon. Yeah, what um, I what I disliked then, about that game. I will say just as a slight criticism is for mm-hmm. some reason, they thought it'd be a really, really good idea that when you played online multiplayer, that it would by default drop you into voice chat with all the other players and there's no in-game way to mute it. Oh um, boy. And that oh. ladies and gentlemen, that goes about exactly as well as you think it will. Uh, <laughs> it was immediately the most you know awful weird? things I've I... heard in years and years. Cause I never joined voice chat. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if they I wonder if they disabled that because I didn't hear any voice chat when we were playing. Depending on how you're set up, you can have all the voice chat going through the controller. And then if you have the controller muted, you won't hear it, but it is going. Um, I bet that's how I have so it. So the, the downside of there is, is if you may not be hearing it, but they may be hearing you. Um, it's not oh, nice. I hope you're deal. trashing. I hope you're trash no, talking it. with the I best of them. <laughs> yeah, I have like, my like, controller mic <laughs> muted. At all so times. I, I, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, pretty much all the time. So anyway, uh, um, but yeah, so Destruction All-Stars was, I, I had a good time mm-hmm. with it. Um, but I know it's, it's. The, I think my one big qualm with it, just in my one evening spent playing it yeah. so far, has been when you're on foot, um, you're running and the right stick controls the camera, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and that's, and because that's how games work. Sure. And then you jump in the car 
and you're like, oh, I want to look over to the right. The right stick does not do that. Oh, yeah, now the it's car. the dash button, or, or now it's yeah. the it's the ram button. Thank so you. it rams to the right or the left or you know what have you. Yeah. So the, the problem was, especially playing Gridfall, where there's pieces of the arena falling. And you're trying not to fall in these pits and trying to be the last man standing. Um, you know, I'm going and I'm like, I wonder what's to my right. Sideswipe really hard <laughs> off into a pit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like happened so many times. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, gosh, curse my video game training. This trained me to know that that's the camera. So anyway, there you have it. Um, but yeah, so, um, oh, did we lose David? Is David I'm, still I'm here. No, he just doesn't okay, care okay. about description. I, I don't Adam. care about this game. Don't, it looks don't very get it confused with him being gone. <laughs> okay, All, I could see Mike and Mike alone. So the, just because of the way my screen is, but anyway. Oh. Um, so then, then uh, we played the demo of the new Amanita design. Oh my gosh! Game. I was going to ask if you played it. Yes, Happy Game is what it's called, and it's uh, if you haven't played an Amanita design game, or if you've or maybe you haven't played one in a while, they've mm-hmm. they created uh, like Samorost and Machinarium, Botanicula. Um, I think the most recent one I played of, of theirs was the Apple Arcade one, which was the, oh gosh, what was that one called? It was oh. like a, a card game. Um, and then uh, um, uh, Chuchel was Chuchel, another one they that's did. the one I'm uh, thinking of, yes. Uh, that was a great one too. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so they, they usually have this very fun, quirky, kind of mm-hmm. cute style. This is that, but terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like the cuteness mixed with like really disturbing images. <laughs> so um it I love it so far. We uh my son and I played through it the other night mm-hmm. and uh it just it was like a 15 minute demo that was up for um I, I think it was the Steam Games Festival. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was um that was just up over the weekend and yeah it's it is fantastic it's it's the classic point and click figuring out what weird thing you're supposed to do on this screen um always surprising always creative and very very cool aesthetics so uh, i'm i I wish listed that bad boy let me tell you yep um but yeah anyway um i put probably the most time this uh fortnight into the next two games one being uh call of the sea Uh, which I'm playing on the old Xbox Game Pass. Um, Call of the Sea featuring, of course, friend of the show, Sissy uh, Sissy Jones. Yes. I I know you want want to say Sissy Speaks because that's her Twitter handle, but yeah, Sissy Jones. Mm. Yeah, Sissy. I want to say Sissy Speaks. (laughs) Sissy Jones. Uh, Yeah, so, and she did a fantastic job. She was, of course, uh, was it uh, Delilah or something in Firewatch? I can't remember her name. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she she's a, a, a tremendous talent, and, and she does a, a great job in this I game. I am so and jelly. I believe, <laughs> yeah, I believe Mr. Sutner, a uh, friend of the show, yeah, uh, five-timer club uh, member, I believe he did some writing on the game, I believe too. you're correct. So, yeah, it, it is a very, very cool game, um, especially if you're a fan of, like, you know, walking sim meets puzzle exploration. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's totally what this thing what this thing is, and it has a lot of good um, you know narrative to it as well. So, um, but yeah, I played about half of that game. I'm hoping to finish it probably next week. Um, but yeah, that is a fantastic game so far. Really enjoying it. And then I got a review code for Habroxia Two, oh. which is the the new joint from Liliamo Games. Um, and, uh, yeah, started playing that, playing that on the switch. 
Um, and I'm here tonight to provide a review. Whoa. Whoa. So yeah, I put, I put quite a few hours into this one and I really, okay. So <laughs> let me say at first I started playing this game and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to bounce off this so hard. It is so difficult. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to start playing and just get trounced and destroyed by this game. And that's absolutely what happened, <laughs> uh, for the first, like, 20 30 minutes i was like oh my gosh i'm getting decimated by this game because basically what it does it's 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 almost like a it's it's a twin stick Mm -hmm. space shooter uh with some kind of light uh story elements and uh and you know you have basically you know you're side scrolling or you're scrolling up essentially and Mm -hmm. it's all pixel art very chiptune soundtrack um the aesthetic is it's like classic arcade um but yeah like you know as as you're playing at first, it is incredibly difficult. It is probably the most difficult it will be right when you first start. <laughs> like, um, and as you go, it's it's like a roguelite in that you after you die, you've earned some credits and you can buy upgrades gotcha. and build your ship up slowly. All the different perks you, you can increase your firepower and your life and your spread and your shield and like all these various um, like build a whole loadout that you like. And the more you do that, the better you get. And as you're getting better at the game, you know, so it it becomes more and more accessible. But you can absolutely, if you want more challenge, you can sell your upgrades back and and just play it like at brutal difficulty and and just be challenged that way. So I I think, Mike, I think you would love this game, honestly. It sounds cool. I'm, I'm like, I started playing and I was like really struggling. And then after several hours, I would say it clicked and I was like, I love this. Like I, I had this moment of like, this is too hard. I'm going to quit. Yeah. And then I had this, this time of like, Oh, this is really cool. And then I had that, you know, I crossed the threshold into, I love this. So I yeah. have to then, um, Oh, I guess I should mention it, it kind of, kind of knowing that Colin Moriarty is writing it and involved with that studio. Um, I, I can see the mega man kind of influence in it. Okay. Um, Cause I know he's a big Mega Man fan sure. and it just, so as you beat a level, you'll unlock some kind of special ability. Um, and that, and in choosing the right special ability for the next level will make the boss so much easier. <laughs> like if oh, you pick the right, cool. the right perk. Yeah. Or if you've unlocked the right perk, you can go and then play that boss and just destroy them. Wait. I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's still going to be tough as nails, but it's, it's going to be more manageable. Um, you know, so the, I like that. I like that kind of old school sensibility that's been kind of baked into a twin stick, a, stu, a twin stick space shooter. Easy for you to say. And but anyway, um, really love the game. Um, definitely going to play more of it. I give it four out of five burritos nice. so, that sounds cool it. Hybroxia too cool yeah so it is now time you guys mm, yes for the very nice mm. so nice, nice. Remember, you can submit news stories <laughs> for the fortnightly SBF VGS news wrap up at reddit.com slash r slash SBF VGS. And just like some of our dearest pals did, you know, this past fortnight. Oh, so and many dear I, pals. Some of our dearest pals, I would say. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this, I mean, this has to be the biggest story of the fortnight. Okay. It was inescapable, but GameStop, you know, 
the the whole GameStop stocks uh, just saga. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was just going up and and like the incredible amount of squeeze we talked about about it last week uh kind of more on the after show i think right uh yeah um, actually yeah. yeah and so anyway it was it was you know it finally came crashing down um and so that mm. i that was just very interesting to watch the whole thing because it's like you had kind of sleazy wall street practices going on mm-hmm. that ended up causing this but vulnerability Adam, they're perfectly then, legal and people do it all the time it's it's totally a normal yeah. thing to borrow things and sell them adam it's 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 totally normal <laughs> yeah, and fine. I, yeah. I borrowed your david I, I hope you don't mind i borrowed your video card and i sold it um <laughs> but i know it's going to go down in price so i'll give you a new video card soon <laughs> and you just you know don't you just hold tight okay all right it sounds, anyway. per- it sounds perfectly normal go ahead but yeah, so that that whole thing was interesting. There's there's a bunch of stories talking about, um, you know, the 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 Reddit group, and I guess they were there's some interviews that went out around that, uh, mm-hmm. talking about why they went in big on the GameStop squeeze, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like a mix of like nostalgia for liking that store or buying games there, you know, growing up, and um, and then yeah, just sticking it to the man yeah in that in that wild moment i found myself buying some gamestop stock Mm. only like 50 Mm -hmm. bucks worth i lost 25 bucks and then i got i got rid of my gamestop (laughs) 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 and then it was like the next minute everyone was buying the crazy uh doge bitcoin doge coins yeah Yeah. so funny story about doggies before we move on i do not want to pass on the irony of David essentially spending fifty dollars at GameStop and then only getting twenty five back on his investment. It's so it's so it's one hundred percent what happens every time. And, and for the record, I expected to lose money. I was mm-hmm. doing it as a fun, like it was like a game. It's fifty bucks, you know. Like it's a video game, you know. I got yeah. some. I got Why some my hours of entertainment. Fifty bucks. I'm, I'm big city Tate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Listen, it, it was it was a fun game. It was a game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but also funny story about dogecoin uh back in like 2014 or 2013 sites were just giving away dogecoin it was like brand new and people were like Mm. here watch a couple ads we'll give you some dogecoin so i have like 14 i can't do that with my hands but i have 14 dogecoins uh just sitting in a wallet just waiting for them to be as profitable as bitcoin because if <laughs> like one Bitcoin now is worth several thousand dollars, right? Like, isn't it like $20,000 or maybe no even idea. more? I have no idea. One Bitcoin I, I is worth on it. so insanely much money. Um, and so if that ever happens with Dogecoin, okay, one Bitcoin equals $47,000. So if oh. you and there were sites that were giving away. Uh, free bitcoins back when bitcoin came out they're like here watch a couple ads because no one knew it was going to be worth anything so yeah yeah. you know here take a couple free bitcoins so those people are rich for nothing now well Um, and you hear about these these heartbreaking stories of people (laughs) like who have a bunch of bitcoin in an account that they don't remember the password (laughs) to yeah they can't (laughs) get to that is Uh, very sad. sad But anyway, um, yeah, I have I have yeah. some uh, I have some Dogecoin. Nice. So let's Excellent. see what happens. Keep keep the video Elon, game. Elon, keep yeah. tweeting yeah. about it, please. <laughs> Big market. Big market. Tate. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So video games, right? Yeah, video games. Um, <laughs> so the old sixty frames per second God of War uh, patch has yeah, happened. That's cool, now right? For PS Five, which is super cool. I, I think you could pull it off before, but you had to have the disc to do it, and now it is officially 
on the latest patch. Yeah. You know, you can actually play it at the super duper frame rate, which uh, pleases David very much. Oh in his yeah, heart. if I had a PS5, I would be playing it right now, but I don't, so I'm not. So there you go. Yeah, every every time a game hits 60 frames per second, <laughs> David feels a little tickle in his armpit. David gets his wings. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so. Uh, this was, this was not entirely unpredictable, Mm. but also, you know, big news, I would say Google has shut down its internal Stadia game studio. Mm. I mean, Google, who, I mean, who would have thought Google would shut something down after like an unceremonious period of time? (laughs) So, so here, a funny story about this, um, back when Stadia was first announced before it even came out, Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. was a website that came out called stadiacountdown.com. You (laughs) can go there now and see how many days it is predicted until Google uh, shuts down Stadia. Right now we're at a, a, a thousand and nine days and then Google will shut down Stadia. So <laughs> par for the course. Yeah. Here we go. Things are on track. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, definitely I think track. what's interesting about this and, and uh, Amazon hasn't necessarily shut down their, their game studios. They have them um, and they had them for years and have yet to, I think, put out a hit. Um, yeah. They put out Crucible starring our friend Gabe. Yeah. Uh, and oh, then yeah. they unreleased Crucible. <laughs> they sure did. That was weird, A couple huh? months later. <laughs> it was a real shame. <laughs> Give me a mulligan. That's take that wild. Um, and uh, they I, do have another game the, that's about the to plan, come out. Was the plan to do like an anthem and like revamp it? Or is it just oh, like, no, you mean no, how they haven't out. done that either? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure we'll get to that. And I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm trying I don't to, think we even have that in the news. Pro- we're going to talk about it anyway. We have to. But uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember who wrote an article on this. Uh, someone will, will know. Uh, it might have been Bloomberg. But um, somebody kind of wrote this article on it basically saying like that what Google and Amazon are finding out are that you can't just invent a triple a game studio and pump out hits. Like it just doesn't work that way. Like yeah, all, all the most respected triple a companies are, are people that have been in the business for a long time. They've, they've worked together. Um, you can't mm-hmm. just hire a bunch of industry veterans and like toss them into a studio and expect like an amazing game to come out. Um, which right, it seems to right. be what they're doing, right? Like Stadia put these, these teams together um, but never gave them like a cohesive like vision to work from and like didn't get immediate hits and like, okay, we're going to shut down this entire program. Like everybody go work somewhere else at Google or, or leave, but we're done making games because it wasn't easy. Um, <laughs> so yeah. hopefully no told them it was gonna everyone else will just put their games like, on our they, system, I don't, which I, I, hasn't you been know, panning I was out kind so of far, caught but, up in the Stadia um, hype back when they, you know, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of crazy. It I mean, I, I definitely, I have my yep, free Stadia controller. That was cool. Mm-hmm. They enticed me to sign up for one month to yeah. get that. Um, but yeah, now I can just play Hades on my laptop with it. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Run it local. I, I was so Wait, bought the into way this. God intended. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I was so bought into the Stadia hype too. Like I, I was like, oh, this will be really cool. It'll have really mm-hmm. powerful computers. You know, like I could just play mm-hmm. Destiny at 60 frames per second anywhere I want. Uh, yeah, but, but knowing Google's track record for, uh, not keeping projects going, I just was that hesitant to buy into the hype. Like I, I was like, I was like on the cusp, but I was like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 wait, Google doesn't like to stick with things. So 
It's a shame. Yeah. Well, oh, and, and Mike, uh, because my brain is already is completely dead from this week of, sure, of yeah, madness. I'm, I'm with you. Um, what was that news story we were just talking about like one minute ago the that I've story? already forgotten? The anthem yeah, news yeah, story. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> oh, you already <laughs> forgot. The thing, like we yeah. literally just talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Is, cool day. Is, yeah. Oh man, it is. It's been one of those fortnights. Yeah, I'll say. For I hear you. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, but anyway, because I was gonna, I was gonna pull that up so I don't forget. Yeah. But then I forgot it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So this is kind of interesting. Forbes has a, a new story up about the PS5, how it's being sold at a loss. Yeah. Um, which is not entirely surprising. No. Uh, the PS3 was sold at a most huge consoles loss. are, except for Nintendo consoles. Oh, yeah, a lot of consoles. I think even the PS4 was for a short time, but then it was, then they were making, you know, about six months in, I think they were making about $10 per console. But it's it's pretty clear, right, that that game publishers and platform owners, they don't make most of their money off of actually selling you the box. It's, no. it's selling you the games for the box. So, um, but yeah, Sony has already, um, for this quarter, in which they would historically have seen... Um, actually been in the red right Mm -hmm. but for this quarter they're actually up at record uh 10 billion profit a profit for a console launch quarter which is unheard of what what are they making their money back on uh games Games, so people bought games so so people bought four and a half million ps5s by the end of december um which is pretty remarkable in Mm -hmm. itself given like the console scarcity but then um but yeah, and then each person is buying, you know, I can't remember what the attach rate is for. I, they may not have announced that yet, but um, given that the their actual margins are up at 10 billion profit, like they have to be selling gangbusters yeah. uh, as far as software. Game? So there's no exclusive, is there? Oh, there's Demon Souls. There's Demon Souls. You got Demon Souls. You uh, got Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. not an exclusive. Spider-Man? No. Well, oh, you mean, a, a, you mean there's a PS4 version? So it doesn't. Yeah. They don't care where you buy that game. Okay. Yeah, they really don't. They're okay. making the same amount of money if you buy it on PS4 or PS5. All right. right. But yeah. So um, you know, they want you to buy the PS5 and then buy future games, obviously. But but yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting one because that's typically not what you would see in a a, a hardware launch quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it speaks still to the aftershocks of the, the power of the PS4 generation. Um, and I'm what well, I mean, it's really cool to see Microsoft starting to actually throw some good counter punches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm very curious to see kind of in in one year and two years where both platforms are at yeah. as far as like exclusives, you know. So, but yeah, um, wh- what was that other news? It's Anthem news good, story. Goodness, Adam. No, no, no. I, I've got that one. I've got that one. So what, you want to talk about another news story? <laughs> there was a different one, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, I didn't so, need my phone. Uh-oh. I mean, we kind of had a mini, we had a mini uh, topic on this in the Discord, which mm. you should go join. Uh, that's, uh, what is it? SBF VGS Discord? Yeah, bit.ly. bit.ly. Yep. Slash SBF VGS Discord. Yeah, you can get on in there. We, we chat. Have some fun. Adam and Mike have been popping in a lot more often lately mm-hmm. so uh we have some good combos tr- in there 
<laughs> I try. I feel like I'm never in there, but <laughs> the, uh, David is in there way more reliably. I'm in there way Mike too much. Well. I probably get less work done because of it. I probably need to <laughs> actually cut back how much I'm in there, but I, I don't know. I kind of obsessively check, check it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> and also like if you want to you know, like announcements for when I'm going live with games, you'll see them in there too. And, you know, and there's just so many fun people that just hang out there and have good opinions and fun anecdotes and talk about life we share recipes we share pet pictures we we share what books we're reading it's 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 a fun time so yeah yeah so anthem Anthem. right it came and it kicked everyone's butt everyone loved it it was a huge (laughs) success and bioware and ea just are just raking in the anthem money well, That's, they did rake in the money. They did. That part, they, yes, is true. That, that part is true. Yeah. <laughs> they actually, Anthem was one of the best-selling games of the year it came out. Yeah. Um, what was that, 2018? Um, yeah. I don't even remember. Was it? Okay. It was. But anyway, so Anthem came and went, and it was not what people hoped it was going to be. People hoped it was going to be like this Destiny killer with like cool Mass Effect kind of character development, and mm-hmm. and it was just it was just not that. So... Mm. Uh, and there's and there I think there are a lot of reasons why right and that's we kind of documented that in the past um, where you know it was forced to be on this first person shooter engine etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know regardless of all that they had pledged EA and Bioware pledged to us and they said they says to me they says um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go back to the drawing board we're gonna revamp this bad boy it's gonna be like nothing you ever saw. It'll be the most beautiful game you ever did see. And uh, so anyway, like here we are two years later. And then I guess a little tidbit of news comes out, right? And Mike, I think you were the one who told me about it. But they they basically are saying, okay, we've had this small team kind of incubating some stuff for Anthem. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to kind of go before the board and we'll see if it gets like some some resources to like and it's like it a happen. very small team by the way it's like 20 people yeah. so yeah. Yeah. yeah so for a game like this imagine, yeah, it's really small can you imagine being on this tiny team and like being like oh gosh we have to we don't have any resources at all and everyone thinks like we're rebuilding this thing hardcore every yeah. minute mm-hmm. and, and losing um, your your like director halfway through the rebuild yeah like, yeah yeah it's I, yeah. it, if it's so not canceled of, by now, it's going to be canceled any day now. So, yeah, I mean, because that was the thing, like there was all this talk and it, we kind of uh, fortuitously had talked about it last week with Fed, which was like talking about uh, Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn. Right. Mm-hmm. It it came back three years later and it was released to critical acclaim like they did it right. They revamped the whole thing and it was amazing. Everyone loved it. Um, and, and that was kind of my hope for this was that mm. like, oh, I hope they're going to learn from that and just really mm. go for it and really put the resources in and like make it what it should have been all along. But I think honestly, and I don't know, this is just my, my opinion. I, I have no insider knowledge on this at all. Sure. I feel like this is a classic example of like Japanese pride and work ethic mm. versus like American <laughs> because mm-hmm. because the Japanese are very they want to be proud of their work it's mm-hmm. very culturally and and Mike you could speak to this better than I can but like just culturally speaking saving face being honorable 
Like all of that is very important. And I feel like in America, it's like, as soon as the spotlight's off you, it's like, okay, cool. We, we got away with it. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I, I feel like it's different here. I, you know, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I, I will also say, um, the, the scenarios are slightly different, right? Um, mm-hmm. for, for Square Enix, Final Fantasy is a flagship franchise. Yes, um, that's true. So it's very difficult for them to just kind of live and say, well, that Final Fantasy stinks, but, you know, whatever, we'll move on. Um, I think that's <laughs> right. really, really tough for them to do. Um, yeah, it, it would be like saying, you know, uh, OK, so this Uncharted is a throwaway. It's not, it's not good, but uh, the yeah. rest are pretty good. We'll just, you know, it's fine. Um, but what's what, yeah. is, what is Anthem to EA? It was a new IP. There's no legacy mm-hmm. behind it. So if it dies after one shot, like it, it doesn't mean anything to them. Um, you know, it, it would be, yeah, it's, it's different when it's like Andromeda, right? Like when Andromeda came out and it was yeah. super broken and people weren't enjoying it, it was like, well, they, we have to do something about this. We have to fix it. Yeah. It's this mass damages effect. the mass effect brand. Exactly. Right. So I, I think that because of that alone, it was always going to be like, well, from EA's perspective as you know, an American company, like you said, with, with the, that kind of work ethic, um, you know, they made a new IP, it made a bunch of money, and mm-hmm. now they can invest more money into it and risk that the those finances in hopes that it catches on and it becomes this new games as a service, or they can just yeah. get out ahead of the game. Um, uh, yeah, so, and the, and so hang on, you're, you're like saying one of the things you're saying oh, it's I'm like sorry, a cultural thing, but like what? How does that explain No Man's Sky then? Because they came out, the game was like it did financially pretty well, but it was a mess sure. and they've completely redeemed themselves and not taken well, any money yet so far to improve yeah. it. Well, and I'm not saying that all Americans are no, like no, no. this. And they're, they're not Americans either. They're I'm British, just kind but. of, I'm just kind of throwing that on to like the American fat cats, you know, <laughs> like I'm up at the top making these calls. Uh, but I have no idea if that's what the real feeling is on it. Sure. I'm just saying like, that's what it appears. <laughs> that's the yeah. appearance right now. For- um, especially if they, if they just outright cancel it, it would, it would speak to, um, like basically cutting our losses. We're going to cut our losses mm-hmm. on it and we're going to take the black eye as opposed to, I don't think you would see a Japanese company just do that. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's just my opinion. I, I will say that there is at least, uh, observably, you know, from my end of, of certain games I can think of. And there, there, I'm sure people can point out plenty of examples where this is not the case at all. Uh, but I feel like when a Japanese company a lot of times says that they're going to do something, even if it takes them 12 years, <laughs> they finally put that <laughs> that dumb game out. The Last Guardian, the Last Guardian finally came out. <laughs> finally came out. Yeah, that know? is true. <laughs> you know, like if, if something comes out broken, and you know, some sometimes something come out broken or, or not very good, and they're like, fine, yeah. it, it's not very good. It wasn't a hit. Okay, let's move on. But I feel like yeah. if they come out and they publicly say we're going to spend the time to fix this, then they actually they do it. Uh, yeah. whereas yeah, a U.S. company, you might run into that situation. Like we're probably seeing here where Anthem comes out it's not great. And they commit, we're going to, it's going to be better. Anthem 2.0. It's going yeah, to yeah. revamp the whole thing. We've got a team working on it. That yeah, whole it's going to be great. It's going to blow and your mind. That, that could have all just been a ploy to buy enough time for, you know, people to stop caring. Cause, cause now like, you know, if they came out tomorrow and said, yep, Anthem's dead. I'm like, oh, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I feel, yeah, I, I feel like bad for people that work on it. I do, but like, I don't care about that game anymore. 
Yeah. Well, and I'll just say two things and we can move on because the, this is not the topic. This is not the topic, topic guys. And we're an, <laughs> but yeah, we're one almost thing an hour into kind this of podcast. To what, to what you said, David, I think with No Man's Sky and Hello, Hello Games, that was a do or die thing. Like that was, they are a small studio. They don't have a ton of like financial, they don't have a, a war chest of billions, right? Mm-hmm. To like, oh, well, if that's a flop, we'll just make another huge oh, one. Oh, I like, see. It's, they made mm. this, they took this big swing. It kind of fell on its face, but then they, they stood by it and they made it good. Right. Yeah. And so, um, Anyway, and then, but like, like Mike and I were talking about in the discord, um, it really depends on what, what EA and Bioware are trying to do in the future, because if, if they want to be able to have this like respectability around their games of service, you know, like, oh, we're not just going to abandon this thing. They may put in the resources and make it good, you know? Um, otherwise if they just want Bioware to go back to being old Bioware, mm-hmm. which it kind of looks like that's what they want right now, I hope then so. why, why spend the money on this? You know? Yeah. If I'm just thinking from their perspective, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to anyway. be canceled. I, I, I it'll just be canceled. Canceled. <laughs> I, it is. Yeah. My, my yeah. only, and this is the last thing I say, I promise my only fear on this whole thing is that they're going to try to take an existing franchise like Dragon Age and make that their new games as a service. No. Ooh. They're going to say, oh, Ooh. the problem was it was a new IP. That was the issue. What we need to do is take one of these existing <laughs> things that people yes. like and get them really trapped into a games as a service thing so they'll play it forever. They, yeah. They already have Bioware making a games as a service game and it's called Star Wars The Old Republic. We don't need another yeah. Bioware games, of a, games as a service. Please. Well, we'll see. Thank you know, you. There, yeah. there was the whole, there was a news article like a year ago or more where they talked about the development on Dragon Age uh, 4 or whatever it's going to be called next. Um basically started over so it could have all these new online elements whatever that means so uh, mm. we'll see <laughs> yeah like elder scroll online <sighs> or fallout oh, 76 that's, what a great let's move what on a, what a great thing <laughs> oh real quick david did you real end quick. up playing any horizon zero dawn <laughs> at 72p <laughs> no i didn't it looks it looks amazing but man imagine the frame rate on that <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah apparently you can play the pc version of that game as low as 72 or 128 by 72 resolution That's, and it looks like a straight up pixel art like a 3d world done in in all pixel art it's it's amazing That's so funny. um but yeah last tidbit and then we're moving on Goodness. to the tweets pedro pascal yeah has been cast to star as joel in the last of us hbo series Holy Stromboli. Yeah. This is, of course... Well, you, can, you can talk about Ellie. The, Ellie's been cast as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't... I can't remember the actor's name. I can't but, either, uh, she, but Game of Thrones... Uh, uh, she was like the super fierce little uh, lord uh, that was at the battle. I can't remember her name. I can't either, man. Okay. It's, been a, it's been a few years since I watched Game of Thrones, but yeah, she was like the best character. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm not going to be watching this oh, show Bella because Ramsey. it's too much of a bummer, so... Bella Ramsey has been cast as Ellie thank in The you, Last of Us. You, and you, she she played uh the fiery, bold and fiery Liana Mormont. Yeah. They and were she both appeared in Game on the Thrones, show now that I think about it, right? Approximately twice she appeared on the show. So it's great. Oh yeah, they were both on Game of Thrones. I forgot about that. Pedro dude. Pascal oh, wow. was uh, Yeah, he got his head smashed in, in, right? <laughs> oh, it was spoilers. Hey, spoilers. <laughs> Who cares? No one likes that series anyway, from what I hear. <laughs> Oh, I loved him in that show though. Yeah, I did I mean, too. He was he was great. 
Um, but yeah, both of them, I, I think that is going to be excellent. Yeah, that's going to be cool. And pretty glorious. So, anyway, uh, Mike, yeah. if you would, good I sir. Would. It's time for you to struggle to read them tweets. Sweet. Ooh, love this That's... part. Also, if you're watching on Twitch, you can submit a question right now and I'll 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 present it to the to the gentleman. I like so. that David was concerned about five seconds ago if the show was running too long and then he asked for more questions. How do we have a lot? Usually we, we don't have a ton. Yeah, we don't have a ton. It's fine. Yeah. I sometimes use that as an excuse <laughs> to get the show back on track, but that's okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's no, uh, fine. It's fine. Fed, fine. Who was just recently guest on the show, wrote in and mm. said, yes, Would was. any of you, parentheses Mike, like to talk more about Final Fantasy fourteen? I feel like we did. I feel mm. like we, we did talk about Final we Fantasy did. fourteen a bit. And that was just for you. That I, was just for I you, will Fed. say he did tempt me to um to start playing that game again. And so mm. I installed it and I went to send it to my account and it wanted me to authorize mm. it. And then the authorization email did never came. And so I said, oh. resend it. And now Square Enix can't decide whether I have an account or don't have an account. So I have one email that tells me, here's my account. And here's where I can go to reset my password. And then if I <laughs> click that link, it says, yeah, you don't have an account, my bud. Like, <laughs> so uninstalled, oh. like it, it probably was a blessing in disguise. I have no time to play an MMO. What was I thinking? <laughs> 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 i don't know you spent what 666 hours on your playstation in 2020 uh, yeah, yeah the devil's number huh <laughs> the devil's number. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i think i was like 620 or something yeah like we that. were really close and, man uh, yeah, my buddy Justin, who he was, <laughs> I was texting with him. He was like, he showed me his eight hundred some on hours, and he's like, you got to bring those numbers up. There's a rookie number <laughs> in this racket. Those numbers are down my, here. My I want to see them up numbers, here. My PlayStation numbers were like twenty hours or something, <laughs> uh, and oh. half of it was Eric on my PlayStation Four. <laughs> so here's here's a little disclaimer though. These numbers, I I don't think they're entirely accurate. No, they're definitely it not. Says I played. Yeah, it says I played Ghost of Tsushima for like sixty something hours, mm-hmm. sixty hours or I so. Know I mm-hmm. more and I, I, I think it was much closer to forty or forty five, maybe, oh. um, that I put into that game. So I think it might have been counting time where the game was like suspended, you know, and people were like playing, just you know, sitting at the menu or yeah. playing some, or you know, watching a, a video or something. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, it, some of those numbers are wrong too because it told me I got one platinum in twenty twenty, and I was like, that ain't true. Yeah. <laughs> I had scores of platinum. Well, just at, just at the end of the year alone, I had I had Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Bug Snacks, and um, uh, Astro Bot. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What Playroom? the heck? Playground. Astro. Whichever Playroom. one it was. Playroom or Playground? <laughs> Astro. But, no, Astro Bots Rescue Playroom. Rescue Playroom. Thank you. Anyway, VR. So like just off the top of my head, I had those three, and it says I got one. So those numbers are definitely off a little bit, but yeah. Uh, moving on. Tom Titus Hughes wrote in and said, what music makes you nostalgic for games or vice versa? For example, I used to play RuneScape every day in high school and I listened to a lot of Nirvana. So now every time I listen to them, it reminds me of that game. Do you guys have any weird mm. like like album associate? I have like more I, specific album associations to certain games. I'm trying to remember the name of the artist. I cannot Oh, it's going to take me. Uh, come back to me. I need to, I need to look him up yeah. real quick. Yeah. And I know we, it's uh, Creed, we David. About you can just say it's Creed. Ago. No, it's not Creed. <laughs> 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 I know. 
and we talked about this ages and ages ago. Yeah, um, we did. Just weird associations that happen that way. For my, for me, it was uh, Final Fantasy VII, the mm. old, the OG PS uh, PS One version um and the album okay computer by radiohead because they came out in 97 right around the same time and i was listening to that album constantly and playing that game constantly and they got milled in my mind so like still to this day um uh let down that song Mm -hmm. especially like the guitar intro reminds me of like i get confused like is that is that from the final fantasy (laughs) (laughs) score (laughs) like so um but yeah they're they're very much melded uh in the chat heliotropic says for me it's selfs feels like breaking stuff b-side collection with pokemon Mm. blue which is oh, such a yes. strange combination, but I love it. <laughs> That's uh, Techno awesome. Blur said, I used to listen to Kiss while playing Doom. That sounds very appropriate. <laughs> that um, sounds amazing. So I've never done this. I only listen to game soundtracks from the game when I play them because I like video game music. Like, sure. like mm-hmm. I have nostalgia for Super Mario RPG with the Super Mario RPG soundtrack. Yes. Like, because yeah. it's just so good. Um and uh but i do have one game that had no soundtrack it was i i bought it in early access back in like 2012 and uh it was called cube world and it came out eventually and actually kind of came out and was a disappointment but the beta and, or the alpha had a lot of promise and it looked really fun uh, mm. but there's no music so i played a lot of um creed yeah no it was not creed and i think oh abso <laughs> abso facto was the name of the band ah, and i would okay. just listen to that album on repeat while uh while playing and mm. so yeah i get nostalgic for that that period uh that's the only thing that comes to mind too so uh you know what I, another one i have is uh queens of the stone age songs for, uh songs for the deaf mm, great it's album. kind of tied to resident evil 4 for me <laughs> because, oh yeah 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 uh, at wow. the time at the time we were, I was in the band, we were touring all the time. I had the PS2 in the back of the van and we, we'd play RE4 all the time in the van. And, uh, and that was around the time that record, um, was in heavy rotation, I believe in the sure. van. So mm. those are, those are kind of, I mean, I think the game had been out for a little bit sure. or maybe the record had been out for a little bit. I can't remember. But anyway, it was, it all syncs up. Don't you worry. <laughs> <It all syncs laughs> <up. laughs> I promise. It's like Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, <laughs> <Right>. wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time he did a tasty bluesy lick on that guitar, I mean, I was blasting some zombie's face. It was so weird. It was weird. <laughs> uh, Adam Rose wrote in and said, Little Nightmares 2, anyone? Adam, oh, this yes. seems like you, you got to be on board for this, This right? is your, you love the creepy games. I love, well, and I love, I love the first Little Nightmares. Mm-hmm. I know this one's not getting reviewed as well, but uh, probably because it's just, you know, more, more of the same, mm-hmm. but like, I, I love the same of that. Like, I just wanted, the, <laughs> I just wanted more of that game when it came, I mean, cause it, it's very much like Limbo or Inside, but with more, a little bit more leaning into the horror side mm-hmm. and, uh, but it's still like cute and creepy in that way. And, oh man, and it's co-op, I think this one. So, um, yeah, I can't wait. I think it just came out right this last week man i have no idea i think so I I, i've so. seen a bunch of reviews for it anyway so yeah so definitely definitely want to jump into that one <clears throat> and then those are our tweets did we get any questions uh yeah from we did old, we got uh, two Twitch? questions here all right hit me uh little. we got one from techno blur okay and mm-hmm. i'm looking for it it's in here somewhere i thought we did 
Technoblur, how you uh, we doing? Got oh, one, we got which, one from Lars. I, I guess maybe we. I'll look for yours, Technoblur, while we're answering this one. Lars said, uh, what shampoo is Mike using to get such full and luxurious <laughs> locks? <laughs> um, so the trick is actually don't shampoo very often. You, you'll, you'll wash all the natural oils right out of your hair. You'll dry it out to become brittle and it won't hold its shape. So uh, you don't want that. Uh, shampoo like once a week, uh, depending on how, how much oil your hair produces, it's different for everybody. So shampoo like once, maybe yeah. twice a week. That's it. Call it a day. Um, that's the secret this is to the Druckmann-esque. Head and shoulders. Classic. That's the secret to the Druckmann-esque sheen. Uh, the sheen comes from conditioning. <laughs> that's far more important. Now, while, while you okay. don't shampoo every single time you shower, you should condition every time. Oh, Especially, I don't know about this. That makes your hair look greasy. No, 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 no. I mean, get a good a good conditioner. Don't get like an oily conditioner. Uh, condition uh. lightly, usually just the tips <laughs> to keep the hair from breaking. Uh, I, I I prefer Aussie. They got a great like uh, a great conditioner, mm-hmm. a three minute conditioner. You leave that bad boy in. It's fantastic. You know, you know what's amazing about that is Lars now is an Aussie. So there you go. You there just, you go. Yeah. It's got to be available. <laughs> he says in the chat, my God, Big Shampoo has been lying to us all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shampoo oh. too much. It's, it's not good for you. Oh, man. Well, I was just thinking about the whole pandemic and everything and yeah. how much, like, especially the work from home crowd, how much money and is being saved or how much water is being saved, really, <laughs> in the grand scheme. Like, so many people not showering i mean me of course i shower two oh, three man. times a i day. shower but like other people you know gross people yeah. who aren't showering every nearly other day. at all yeah um so yeah gosh if you, so much water saved we're saving the planet out, guys. if you hang out all in our discord you know i i usually take two showers a day uh because yeah. i'm i have like this this uh probably unjustified paranoia that like i've just been sitting in my house for like six hours i must probably start smelling bad I'm going to go take a shower. Six hours? <laughs> I haven't done wow. anything. I've done no physical work or exercise. <laughs> Wife thinks I'm crazy. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, boy. We had a, we had uh, another question? Uh, we didn't. I was mistaken. Technoblur uh, did okay. not ask anything. Well, it's so. okay. It gave us some time to talk about hair. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite topic. <laughs> Them's all Mike's the tweets. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? And, and kind of piggybacking off of... Uh, Oh, Technoblur did say, isn't Ubisoft working on an open world Star Wars they game? They are. A game's, oh, a, service, a, game's a service Star Wars yeah, game. Let's be specific about that's that. True. That's how you know it won't be any oh, good. Oh, but I was thinking kind of based off of what Technoblur was saying, mm. I think we should start playing Doom games while listening to Guar. I really okay. feel like that yeah, 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 I don't yeah, even know help. if that's a real thing that you just said. It absolutely is a real thing. <laughs> it sounds like a weird Australian oh, yeah. word. <laughs> Lars, <laughs> Lars, you're gonna have to let us know. Oh wait, he did ask a question. Oh. I, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Uh, your boom arm and how is it mounted? It's up very high. Is it Adams? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. There's uh. I've got the road uh boom arm and it, it just it just kind of clamps to the desk and then it, it comes up and it's got a nice long arch mm-hmm. to it so you can really you know do your thing and uh, yeah. I like it. it. It's coming about three feet up and arched over. So it's it's got some good uh, heft. Nice. You know? <laughs> some nice. play it's got. So, yeah. There yeah. we go. That's, that's all the questions. <laughs> Them's the tweets. Them's the tweets. All right, you guys. It is the part of the show where we sell you things. Man. Hmm. 
It's beautiful. Mm, you know, I, I, I thought about possibly <laughs> doing the part of the show, like the part of the show where Mike struggles to read the tweets or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just every segment so, that gets that. <laughs> so Patreon.com, uh, you guys, yeah. Patreon.com slash SBFVGS is it. a very magical website, I would say. You can so go there. magical. You uh, you sign up, you you chip in a few bucks a month, and voila, yeah, <laughs> Bob's you're getting amazing results. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll, you'll start getting glorious things like early and ad free episodes mm-hmm. for this very podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you won't will be hear getting, this section, but that's okay because yeah, this will be cut. This will yeah. be cut. You know, you you end up with a version that's a little more taut. Yeah. Um, tweet. But yeah. But again, um, don't tweet. don't fear. If anything actually funny happens in this area, I do cut it and I put it at the end of the episode so you won't miss it. Oh, do you? <laughs> if it's That's funny, amazing. it rarely so is. We, oh, it rarely okay, is. It's Mike. mostly a slog. You're not funny but either. Yeah. It's okay. No, I'm not. I, <laughs> yeah, you get... Uh, you get the access to the mm. Patreon exclusive content. Sometimes it's a spoiler cast or a mini-sode or what have you. Uh, you know, other tiers uh, such as David's Bathwater. That you know, is not like confirmed. That, so. However, I do um, have to say another place <laughs> that you can help support us really quick. I'm just going to throw this in there. Yeah, it's called uh, OnlyFans. That's where the bathwater is at. No, no, no. If you go to <laughs> twitch.tv slash SPFVGS... That was terrible. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, Twitch.tv slash SBFVGS. We just hit a milestone there oh. where we have enough subscribers where they've unlocked a third emote slot. Ooh, and yeah. that third emote slot, Lars has successfully talked me into this. The third emote slot is going to be bathwater somehow. Nice. We're going to find <laughs> a way to make a bathwater emote. So, uh, yes. so that's how it comes around. So anyway, yeah, I'm you, very if, pleased. if you have Amazon Prime, you can connect your Twitch account to your Amazon account and you can give us a free uh, Twitch sub every month. And mm-hmm. uh, hey, that, that helps us that. out. That's a free way to support the show. So indeed, yeah. indeed. And David, uh, I know, you know, just kind of well, as we transition back to the regular part of the show, <laughs> we had a, a sweet review that you wanted to share. Correct. Do you have that handy? Oh, I do have that. Let me. Uh, yeah. So that's another thing. If you, right. another way you can support us is by yes. reviewing us on iTunes or Google podcasts or you know, wherever yeah. you listen five to your stars, five yeah. stars, mostly is what we're, we're that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, if you're feeling like this is a kind of more of like a three star podcast, yeah. keep listening. Certainly we'll, we'll do, we'll get better. We'll yeah. get better. It but will. <laughs> I, I'm not very but, good at reading, know, so I'll, I will only invest the time and effort for a five star review. That's just how yeah, I am. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. I don't so, read well. Yeah. So this one is from so. August 13th, 2020, and it's by Irish Joe 13. Thank you so much, Irish Joe. Uh, the the subject says great content. Five stars. Great, great podcast. Their chemistry is great. The only thing I don't mm. like is the ad in the middle of the podcast. But I get it. <laughs> I'm with you, so my man. So they still get five out of five. One of my go-to podcasts when I'm listening. Man. Uh, yeah. So Thank funny you. about the ad, because if you just subscribe to us on Patreon, you don't get to hear this part. So, ad, see? And, yeah. But we, we wanted to make sure he would really hear it here during the ad. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how much he doesn't like the ad now, now that he's in here. <laughs> That that's one way to spice up the ad, yeah. you know, is to really, you know, tell people or read the reviews from people mm-hmm. who. So yeah, are give us a five star so. review. We'll look for it and we will read it on the show. So yeah, go. good times. So that's it for the ads. Of course, patreoncom slash That's where you go, and Twitch.tv slash If you want to, uh, you know, 
be cool and support the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Be cool, man. Be cool. Be cool, though. <laughs> there was madness in any direction. It is topic time, meat and potatoes. We made it. We made it. And, you know, this has been like quite, I, I mean, at least for me, at least on this end. Yeah. A very romantic episode so far. I like I'm to think so. So many vibes. The Valentine's Day Spectacular. And, right. um, yeah, so I, I really, you know, we've never done a Valentine's Day episode. And Seems yet this episode is going to drop we've the never day done. after. Yeah, the, this this drops the day after Valentine's Day. I mean, right. it's like, it's perfect. Right. So, you know, I wanted to talk to you guys about games that you've played mm-hmm. that have a, a touch of romance mm. to them, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there's a character, two characters, they fall in love, you know? Yeah. They, maybe there's some smooching. Who's to say? But I'm just saying, I'd like to hear what you guys think. What are the most romantic games that have ever existed? So, so this is not, this is not the original way you frame this question, because I feel like the original question was what are good romantic games to play with your partner? Well, that's, that's in there too. I've got, I've got most romantic games. I've got games you want to play with your significant other and best romantic stories inside a game. Oh, okay. Well, so if you so this isn't really romance, but like the thirstiest game that comes to mind is uh, <laughs> is The Witcher Three. <laughs> okay. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, the thirstiest you know, I, game. I really feel like I feel like RPGs are kind of the most geared toward romance um, because <laughs> you you have so much time with these That's characters. True. You know? Um, that is true. And a lot of times they 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 want to get you rooting for the protagonists or protagonists yeah. to like fall in love or you know what have you. So um yeah, that was definitely for me. I'm I'm going again back to the well, back to Final Fantasy 7 where I I was really rooting for Cloud and Aerith to be together, mm. you know. I was like mm. invested Are in you that about love to spoil? Sandwich. You about to spoil what happens? I'm not spoiling a thing. Okay. I'm okay. just saying like, as far as romance goes, mm-hmm. I was, I was on board for that romance. You know what I mean? Like there are certain games where there's a romance going and you're like, I don't care about this. You know, <laughs> I'm too, I'm, I'm too tough. Uh, you know, there's yeah. too much hair on my chest. I don't care. Right. But you know, other games I'm like, there's a tear coming out of my eyeball right. and I want <laughs> cloud and Aerith to be together forever. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like I got to kick it off with that. That's to me, it was a very romantic game, um, especially in those, those sections. Okay. Okay. Mike, how about you? Uh, so the clear answer here is Mass Effect 2. Not <laughs> are only. You gonna, are you gonna, but Thane's not even in that one. There's no wet Mass lizard two? boy in that one. Yes, Thane Mass is in Mass Effect 2? 2. Yes, of course he, he is. is. Yeah, he is. Yes. He sure is. That's the wow, first I one he's remember in. That. He's also in Mass Effect 3. Yeah, it's Mass Effect 2 colon The Shape of Water. I <laughs> should know this. So, I thought he was only in 3 for some reason. I don't know. Clearly, no. I didn't spend much time with him. 
It's a, <laughs> a darn shame, oh. too. You really missed out on something special. Um, mm-hmm. So Mass Effect 2 not only has like a huge, like a plethora of romantic oh, options, yeah. I would say. A bevy. Um, a bevy. Uh, but it has some of the most top tier ones. And of course, your your choices are always oh. going to be torn between Garrus and Thane. I mean... So Mike, there are, are there are other reptile? options for like for funsies, but like those are, you are the a two secret that reptile boy. Why do you have such a hot for both of the reptile I guess, boys? I guess I just I look beyond what someone's physical appearance looks like, David, and I, and I get it the <laughs> character, the real meat can of you person. look beyond what their physical feel is? Like, because if you touch these boys, they're going to either be very dry in Garrus's uh, Garrus's case or very mm. very slippery in thane's case <laughs> that's why they need to be together the, mm. the yin and the yang there you go. put me in the middle of that sandwich <laughs> oh um and, and one of the best things about that is you can go to morden solace who's like the uh the the ship doctor and he'll he'll basically yeah. give you uh like somewhat love advice not romantic advice but like mm. like hey you're human and they're not so here's some of the dangers you have to watch out for it's fantastic <laughs> speaking of he's also a very moist boy uh moist <laughs> yeah. i don't think yeah, he's, got, he's moist. got the moist all over him no nah, i don't think so <laughs> yeah no. i do have to slip in a news story that is related to this oh, topic God. and this is because it is so so good oh yeah mass um, effect so is about to be the, a little bit less romantic so the Mass Effect Legendary or more Edition, romantic if you think about it, yeah, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition reportedly will dial down the butt shots yeah. and the cult, the sub the subheading here on this article on Polygon mm-hmm. is so good. Some fans are butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's there's a bunch of gratuitous shots of like butts in the Mass Effect games, and yeah. I, I, I don't know what why the decision was made to like oh, okay here's this emotional shot or this emotional moment where Miranda's <laughs> like shot. telling you about the death the death of her family right. but like the camera's squarely on her butt yes. <laughs> and, like, and you're like in the background and it's just like butt cam yeah so yeah there's there's some funny weird dated kind of stuff that I, I it makes sense i think to take out right. but i uh, do you think that will impact some people's love for miranda Abs- i mean maybe absolutely they won't be, is it? not because you that's know? exploitive and not romance and there's a difference between those two things mm. you can find someone extremely mm. attractive and there can be no romance involved i think we could all agree there yeah sure of course yeah so this is this is why miranda is not a good romance pick in mass effect too because it's just all about the physical appearance there you know, I gotta I say, agree, in, in, and that's why she ended up dying in my first. Oh, episode. yeah, Adam killed her. <laughs> I completely neglected Miranda. Oh, Lars now in the chat says maybe that's why Andromeda failed. They went from butts to facial animations. They, they you know, they actually bothered animating the face. And it, well, you know, they did, but then they forgot to like generate it, so it was all eyeballs and teeth, and that's not romance. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. So. I also had written down Mass Effect 2, yeah, and I, I think it's just because there's so much choice there. And and I, and I want to be, an be, be very specific about that. Like, it is not only choice, it's good choice, because lots of RPGs have choice. In fact, yeah. Mass Effect 3, if, if you didn't, you know, continue your game going forward from Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 3 and carry over, like, romances, um, Mass mm-hmm. Effect 3 does not handle this as well, because Mass Effect 3 falls into the same... I think danger that most I will say RPGs of this nature fall into, which is, Oh, 
you said a nice thing instead of like hate speech to me. So we're in love now and I love you and I hope we're together soon. Um, like no joke. I, I had like neglected, I was like nice to everybody in Mass Effect 3 and I had kind of neglected to like mm-hmm. do the thing where you walk around your ship and talk to everybody for a while, just like doing mission, mission, mission. And then I had yeah. a part where I went to like the, the captain's like quarters and I got like a cutscene of like somebody like knocking at the door and trying to start a romantic scene. And I had no interest. There was no relationship there. Just I had said like, <laughs> You're a, like, no, like oh, yeah, it's cool. Like jacket looks cool on you. And they were like, oh, we should be together. Um, <laughs> and like, no joke. I, I gently turn that person down. The scene ends mm-hmm. and another scene immediately generates of another person coming to my cabin doing the same thing. <laughs> And there was like four or five in a row that probably would have played out at a more normal pace. (laughs) I had waited so long that it was just like this line of people I had said a nice thing to once. And I was like, no, no, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And, you know, when you turn them down, it just drove them all the more wild, Mike. Yeah, (laughs) I think I think cyberpunk uh, also kind of suffers from this a bit where like there's like a really important thing that you're supposed to be working on. And like somebody asks you to help them with a problem and you do. And they're like, Oh, uh, that was, I'm so glad you stopped those people from shooting me in the face, uh, and stole all their money. And you can now stay I think, over. Tonight. I think maybe we should be married. <laughs> maybe, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so I, okay. So I also had said Mass Effect too. And I agree yeah. with your point there. It's like, there are good choices there that kind of make sense. Like me and me and Liara forever. Yeah. You know, BFFs. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like one of the most romantic games I've ever played and I, and I don't think it probably falls into this conversation too much, um, mm. uh, because it, it is very, it's a very sweet and innocent kind of romance. Okay. Um, yeah. but the game is eco. Oh, I was yeah. going to say eco. Okay. I was oh, going to okay. say that awesome. one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, it wasn't like one of the main ones, but I was going to bring it up in passing. Mm. Yeah, I I think that game because you just develop such a bond with uh, Yorda and and you're you know you're leading her around and she's helping you and you're helping her and you're, you're just like you become such this this team and you definitely start to care about her as a character and I just I think that is a very romantic game. It's a sweetness yeah. of like the childhood romance. It's almost like a a um, what do you call it. Uh, my girl kind of vibe where you're just like, Oh, oh yeah, these yeah. kids, yeah, these kids, you know, you know, now that without you, the, without the traumatic <laughs> beasting part, you know, well, now that you mentioned right, that, right. you can add the trauma back in to a very similar romantic relationship in uh shout of the Colossus. Um, ah, because yes. that's one where, uh, it starts off on this very sad note of like laying, uh, supposedly it seems like the love of his life down on, on this uh, platform. And then, throughout the game you kind of notice like every time that you move further and further and you get these accomplishments to like get closer to trying to bring her back it's killing you mm. you gotta keep pushing forward it's very romantic mm. Mm. dying laying your life down yeah. for your true love <laughs> you know i hadn't thought of it that way until you mentioned eco but yeah i could see that yeah, yeah. so any other super uber romantic games or even slightly mildly romantic games, David? Um, <clears throat> well, I was going to talk about Eco. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I It's tough. I don't I guess I don't play a lot of romantic games like. Um, yeah, I don't I can't. Nothing else is coming to mind yeah. for me, sadly. 
Okay. David's no, much more fine. into a physical so, relationship. No, I just <laughs> tend to play games that are about like blasting aliens or or building like your house without any NPCs at all. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't play. I mean, Cyberpunk had we talked about it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, not really romantic. I would never marry any of those characters in that game because they are all very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and boy. so. I did want to mention, um, so games that you want to play, that you like playing with your significant other, mm. I know this is, this can be broad, right? Because yeah, some really people, like Mike, you with your wife, Almost you, know, you everything. guys play like everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, for for me, it's very, it's it's much more targeted because my wife grew up with, she's a, uh, an SNES kid. Sure. And she, so she still really resonates with those like character-based platformers, you know? Are you going to be so, getting Super Mario uh, 3D World? It's coming out. Well, we we played that on the Wii U, oh. and so even though it has like the new Bowser's Fury stuff to it, I'm I'm not positive if we'll get it. Okay, um, at least not right away. But anyway, um, but yeah, for for us over here, if I want to play a game with my wife and have a nice like bonding time over a game. It's funny because it's going to be one of the least romantic games around. It'll be something like Crash Bandicoot <laughs> or Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Cuphead, yeah. or something like Fall Guys. You know, something fun, colorful, light, but that ends up being kind of a nice couple thing mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to do, you know? They're, so I don't they're know. They're night games for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I can get sure. down with that. Um, <clears throat> I like actually, that a lot. Fun, funny story. Uh, I actually am playing video game uh, a video game with my girlfriend. Um, her name is Cassandra, in case anyone was wondering what her name was. Oh, uh, su- such a classy name. Yeah, mm. and she will correct you if you call her Cassandra, because that is not her name. Her name is Cassandra. What if you're like, Sandy? <laughs> yeah, she, no, she will <laughs> slap Sandy. you in the face. <laughs> but um, so for us, uh, we started playing A Way Out, even though it's not oh, romantic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not romantic That's in a, a fun traditional sense, but like it's very fun. You have like both of both characters views uh, mm, on the screen yeah. at the same time. And uh, yeah, it's it's like her first real video game that she's ever played other than like, you know, like Mario Party or something like that. But um, but yeah, like we had a blast like, you know, we're she's still learning how to like control a camera and move a character around but we were laughing a lot and we had a good time yeah so. that's hey that's a good one like because that's a that's a very uh strong co-op mm-hmm. experience right mm-hmm. like you absolutely have to be playing two-player mm-hmm. um it's interesting that that studio they have another new game out what's what's Is that it out? It's coming out it's coming out okay um because they did brothers right and then yeah. a way out and then sounds they have like the, it's the part of the show where we go <laughs> where we go yeah the um yeah i can't remember the name of it but yeah it's Hayes another Light kind studios of, is the name yeah, of the it's another studio big co-op experience uh but yeah it looks like more cartoony has kind of a fun aesthetic so yeah, that could be a good follow-up yeah that's yeah true. I, the site is loading it? it's just taking its sweet time so i i will <laughs> oh, tell sweet, you sweet soon time. all right <laughs> yeah so for me it would be for megan and i um we play Anything that's story-based, we play it together. Um, she enjoys mm-hmm. uh, participating in those stories, especially something where she can make choices. That's that's like her jam. She likes that. Mm. But as far as yeah. something where we like really in in like engage and are both like heavily participating in it, um, anything that's like a cool detective game. So like L.A. Noir was like her yeah. favorite game we've ever played together because um, she's really good at that stuff. Like she she mm-hmm. solves crimes like nobody's business. 
Um, she's basically a detective. She's basically a detective. Um, mm-hmm. And Return of the Oberdin was like the most we'll recent it, one. Well, she's not, she doesn't technically work for the force, right? right. So she's a PI. A PI. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Uh, Return of the Oberdin was like the, the other one we played more recently. And I say recently, was a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. But, um, that we were just like sitting on the couch, like taking notes, like trying to like, we're discussing like theories mm-hmm. of what could have happened in each scene. Um, those are like some of like our, our most like engaging games. I like those ones a lot. That's very, mm-hmm. uh, in a way romantic. I think, yeah, I think you guys will really get into, uh, call of the sea. Yeah, it's just, it's not a platform I can play it on right now. It bums me out. I want to play it so bad. Yeah. I think you'll really like it though. Um, I mean, just cause it has that kind of like, write write some notes down and figure out this puzzle kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, or for it. me, I'm lazy. So I just like zoom in with my phone on the TV and like take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's really good. We had some submissions in our, in our comments. Uh, isn't the Sims romantic? LOL. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty good one from Technoblur or tech. Yeah. Tech, uh, Vegas Mel said her husband and her play. Wow. Minecraft and portal two together. Portal two is a very uh, good one. Portal two is super fun. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. That's so funny too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and then i mean oh by so the way hazel other... light studios new game is called it takes two and it comes it out march two. 26th 2021 look at that oh, there you go yeah we'll okay. be if, at that point we'll be officially into year two of the pandemic oh my Ooh. goodness let's <laughs> <laughs> not you know let's not think about that that doesn't sound very fun How romantic <laughs> so the next the final kind of wrote valentine's day rom-com special um SBFEGS style topic of the uh of the you know meat and potato section here best romantic stories in games so this is kind of like a game that's maybe not like maybe not a co-op game that you would play with your significant other mm. maybe not like uh a game with a ton mm. of romance in it but just has like there's something to it it's that game's got some heart mm. and so for my pick i went with gone home on this one okay yeah yeah. because this is a game you're exploring around this house that you think it's i mean it's kind of creepy at first and then as and you realize you're just you're learning the story of this family and this girl and and this romance uh so i mean i think that game because it's such a a slow burn as far i mean it's not a very long game but the way it's presented in just like notes and diaries and like little scraps around the house like that Mm. to me i don't know the way it was presented was almost like it was it was very much like discovering someone's journal and and then figuring out um the subtext like kind of inferring all the subtext and that to me ended up lending itself to a very like romantic story i, I don't know what do you guys think i i see what you mean by that but i will say reading someone's journal or diary is typically not very romantic and kind of creepy <laughs> oh no it wasn't romantic for me i was just learning about their romance it was no, very, it was very voyeuristic <laughs> in that way oh um you know i think uh maybe uncharted uh i'm and particularly i'm thinking of uh i think it's the second one with where they like at the end very end of the game it's like nate and elena like kind of riffing oh, with each other spoilers. as yeah. the camera's like backing out and i'm just like oh oh that's so yes. sweet you know <laughs> yeah I love that. It's I I love two and four for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's like a lot of kind of ups and downs in the whole Uncharted series yeah. uh, with Nate and Elena. But like, I, I, I feel like two as as romantic as two is mm-hmm. there at the end. I feel like they kind of 
drop that out from you in three and start and start restoring it. And then it's like, again, like in four, the beginning like, oh of four gosh. has a very romantic sequence where you're playing crash bandicoot oh, together. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's, yeah. that's good stuff. That's top notch. That's top notch loving right there. That's true. Playing some crash bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, you talked about it on the, on the yeah, show. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um and and just where not not to get spoilery but yeah, where where Uncharted 4 ends up being. It's like that was uh, I loved the way they paid off those characters and they, and their whole romance, their whole relationship. Mm. So yeah. Poor Chloe though. It warms it warms the cockles of one's heart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um gosh, most romantic game. Or just best good surprising, romantic romantic. yeah, like Not surprising romantic, romantic game. So yeah. let me hit you guys with this. Let me see what you think about this. Hmm. Mass Effect Two. Okay, <laughs> so you can, you've already used that one. If you if you choose <laughs> if you choose Garrus, it's uh, Garrus. It, it's like uh, it's like going down the path of like dating a best friend, which is mm, an excellent a, a way to start friend? a relationship. Um, <laughs> but you go with Thane. Man, Thane, it's, uh, you guys, he's, <laughs> let me just, let me just cue in. He's dying and he just wants to leave a good mark on the, on the universe before he goes and he to sure repair does. his relationship with his son. And man, who doesn't love that? Who wouldn't fall in love with that storyline? Mm. And if you play, mm. if you, if you mm. engage in that mm. romance and then play through into Mass Effect 3, then you can fall that culmination into like, him in the hospital and dealing with those final moments and man it's very touching uh ryan in the chat says thane is the best romance for commitment phobes so we're learning a lot about mike tonight <laughs> thane, thane is the best for commitment phobes because he's dying oh my because goodness. he's dying oh i was gonna say man it takes some commitment to stand by somebody while they're dying but but then mm, that's yeah, not you have the to whole rest of your life to pick someone else yeah, but it's like an alien years, right? He could be like, <laughs> you don't know. Like, he's like a lizard guy. Like, when he says he's dying, like, yeah, so I'm only going to live for a thousand years instead of 2,000 years is, is rough, guys. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess you have <laughs> you, no you idea. don't know. Like, she doesn't ask, like, well, how much how much time do you have left? <laughs> I'm like, oh, only, only five centuries. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, I love it. That's yeah. that was a great topic. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on, on this, you can subscribe to our Patreon. We have a mini episode called Love oh, and Mass Effect. Oh, he's got more thoughts. Oh, oh man, I, I have thoughts. We're going to share more in our because we also are about to go record our After Dark. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to come up there for sure. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. SPFEGS the After Show. Or yeah. no, not After Dark After Show. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah, we After Dark is the one that gets nasty. Stop to it. Yeah, <laughs> gets a little blue. Uh, There's uh, also a screensaver package for Windows 3.1 after dark. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. after dark. with the flying toasters. Oh yeah, was classic. So you guys, <laughs> end of the show plugs <laughs> for all, really.
Yes. If Thank you, think you about so it. much for listening here to the SBF EGS Valentine's Day Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you can keep up with us at sbfegs.com. That's where you can find links to the episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, and more. Uh, if you like what we do and you like to see us doing more of that, then the best ways to support the show are the Patreon, the Twitch, uh, so patreon.com slash sbfvgs, twitch.tv slash sbfvgs, and of course, leaving a delightful review. And special thanks to Patreon producer Tom Titus Hughes for being wonderful. Yes. In mm. general. You know, just being a good guy. What a guy. And a handsome bloke. Of course. You know? Very handsome. So <laughs> so anyway, um, a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for that handsome face. Mm, happy Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. Also SBFVGS Podcast on Instagram. Um, Barry White is my name on those platforms. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And of course, you can send over the uh, PSN, Xbox Live, friend requests, and all that fun stuff. Uh, I've got my info on my Twitter. So yeah, hop on over there. And of course, that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 167. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more rom-com podcast action and other Mm. talk on gaming. (laughs) Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. See you guys. Uh, you know, other tiers uh, such as David's bathwater. That you know, is not like confirmed. That, so. However, I do um, have to say another place. <laughs> That you can help support us really quick. I'm just going to throw this in there. Yeah, it's called uh, OnlyFans. That's where the bathwater is at. No, no, no. If you go to <laughs> twitch.tv slash SBFVGS, that was terrible. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>So this one is from so, August 13th, 2020, and it's by Irish Joe 13. Thank you so much, Irish Joe. Uh, the the subject says great content, five stars. Great, great podcast. Their chemistry is great. The only thing I don't mm. like is the ad in the middle of the podcast. But I get it. <laughs> I'm with you, so my man. So still get five out of five. One of my go-to podcasts when I'm listening. Man. Uh, yeah. So Thank funny you. about the ad because if you just subscribe to us on Patreon, you don't get to hear this part. So. See? And, yeah. But we, we wanted to make sure he would really hear it here during the ad. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see how much he doesn't like the ad now. Now that he's in here. <laughs> For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.